welcome to the Ease of Business podcast for the enlightened entrepreneur, hosted by Lisa Shermerhorn and Celeste Hartwell. Here is where we help disruptors gain clarity on how to make a bigger impact while living a life of abundance through reading amazing books that have helped us in business. Thanks so much for joining us and let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Celeste Hartwell, and with me is the lovely co-host Lisa Shermerhorn. And this is our December episode of the Ease of Business podcast. And we're really, really excited to be talking about this month's book, which is Mindset by Carol Dweck. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. This is my favorite topic and I'm a mindset coach. (laughs) Well, we both are, right? Uh, Yes. No, no, we are. And the thing is, is that it, it's so important. It's so important. It's life changing when you think about uh, our mindset and how we can just switch from the, uh, from being in a state of paralysis to the state of actually believing that we can accomplish anything. I love that. I think it's so accurate. It's so true. So uh, Lisa, I'm curious. Oh my God, this book is so jam-packed of so much information. And I'm curious, like, what were your biggest takeaways? Like, what examples did you get from this? And jump us off. Tell us all the things. Well, what was interesting is before before we actually, um, I, I'd read the book, but I went online to do some more research about her. And I found her TED Talk. And I, I I watched her TED Talk and she said one of the most powerful things. And and I've I've used this before, but the way she described it is the power of yet. And I think that's the title of it. But she talks about how important it is to say not yet. There's no such thing as failure. And that when you she even went to this to point of they did a study with students and instead of grading them on whether or not they got problems right or wrong in in math they graded them on effort and their ability to understand the process and said you're moving along you're not there yet and i thought about how much i could have used that in math when i was a kid <laughs> Right. Well, yes, I watched that. I loved that you shared that with me right before we went into this episode, because I watched it very quickly. And she was saying how there was a school in Chicago that instead of failing children, if they didn't pass high school, that they would just tell them you're not there yet. Right. Which gives so much more hope and um, a sense of like, oh, well, I'm not there right now, but I can get there, right? Which is just such a different shift from how our school systems normally grade and communicate such things. Yeah. And and she used examples in her TED Talk where she mentioned um, some schools in Harlem and the Bronx and a Native American school where these are kids who were barely functioning in school. They were really disadvantaged in the homes that they came from. And when they instituted this new mindset, they went from being the bottom to excelling. And even to the point where the Native American school, their test scores excelled the kids that grew up in the Microsoft environment. Their family, parents work for Microsoft. So in one year, 
These right. transmit transitions happened in one school year, which is remarkable about how you can just switch that mindset. And and I have I have a quote of hers that I absolutely love. Um, and she talks about the fixed mindset is everything about the outcome. It's not about the process. You're either a winner or a loser. And and if you don't win, then then they tend to beat themselves up. And she even talked about how some of the kids who were very honest, if if they thought of themselves as people in the fixed mindset and they didn't win, that they would cheat in order to win. Versus valuing the process and actually learning the process. So in fact, if you're not the best, it's all been wasted. That's that fixed mindset. But the growth mindset allows people to value what they are doing regardless of the outcome. It's tackling problems and charting new courses. And and I know in my life, switching on and off that mindset, even in a second, and I told you this story earlier, um, I was at the end of my marriage. I knew that things were falling apart, but I was terrified to be alone. I'd been in 29-year marriage, and I was I was afraid of being alone, and I was also afraid of fire. So I decided to take a firewalk facilitation course, um, and I did a week, one entire week of walking on seven to ten uh, feet of fire every night. We broke arrows with our throat. We broke. I bent a ten-foot rebar from my throat. Walked on glass. I mean, you name it. And, and I was scared all week. I was a whiny, you know what? <laughs> I felt sorry for the people who were in my class because I, I, they told us on Monday that on Saturday I was going to have to walk 40 feet of red hot coals. And I was convinced that I was either going to die, that I was going to have my feet amputated, and I was going to end up in the hospital. And I couldn't think of anything else. It didn't even dawn on me that I could possibly make it through that. And finally, at, Right before I was about to go, having my nervous breakdown, one of the people in my class looked at me and said, asked me, how much fire have you walked this week? And I said, well, I've walked, I don't know, seven to 10 feet a night because you have already walked over 40 feet. So go. And as soon as he said go, a switch in my head went off and I'm like, I've already done this. And I walked and I made it the entire way. I didn't burn my feet. I, I was like, I, I wore flip-flops home with the air conditioning on because <laughs> they were a little warm, but no burns, not even a blister. And it's the power of the mind to get over what our fears are. I don't know if you can hear my lily. I hear little lily. Yeah. <laughs> 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 She's, She's of the mindset. I want that. some attention right now, mom. Yeah. 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 I love it. She can join anytime. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that really lends itself to, to the power of decision-making, right? Like when you realize that you had already walked over 40 feet on the hot coals or on fire, like it wasn't a big deal anymore, right? Like, yeah. oh wait, I've already done this. And often we just yeah. don't know what it looks like like to do such a thing. And then when we realize like we've done something really similar already. Right. So, I mean, so yeah, I just want to back up for our listeners who may not have read this book by Carol Dweck already mindset. Um, 
it is such a powerful book. It is such a an incredible book. I will say that so the way at least it, you talked about this a little bit already, which is like Carol really looks at it from two different standpoints. Like you either have a fixed mindset, which is that you believe that you should already be a genius in some areas of your life, that you should already be amazing at relationships, you should already be uh, a, an award-winning entrepreneur and everybody should find you that you don't think that you have room to grow. Like you just think that you either are a savant, like you're a musical genius or you're not. So you're never going to be good, right? Like that's kind of, it's this all or nothing thinking is what the fixed mindset is. And with the growth mindset, it's more of looking at it. What she really talks about like people enjoying the process, like understanding that it's a journey, understanding that, yeah, I may not be amazing on the piano today, but if I put a little bit of time into it and effort into it, and I, if I enjoy the process and if I'm really passionate about it, I can become an amazing pianist. Like I can become really, really great at this. And, but so often in our culture and the way that we raise children and the way that our school system grades children is in this in this idea of you either pass or you fail, right? Like it's not looking at, well, yes, you didn't pass this test, but look at how much you've learned this year. Look at how much you've progressed. Look at how much better your study habits are. Look at how much better you've gotten in social situations, how much, you know, all these different ways. And when we realize that we can actually grow in all areas of our life, it's really game on. Like, and so for me personally, this really comes up for me around business, right? Like I think in the beginning of my business, being the, um, what's the word naive entrepreneur that I was like, I thought that of course people are looking for me. Of course, like everybody wants to work with me. Of course, like I'm like amazing. And I of course know everything, but I didn't, I didn't know anything. And <laughs> And it took me a while to be like, oh, but then I just kept studying and I kept studying and I kept studying. And I didn't know why I was always called to study. I didn't know why I like went through so many programs and hired so many coaches and, and all of this. But now that I'm six years in, I'm like, oh, wow. Like I really have grown so much in these different areas. And if I stop giving myself such a hard time for not being where I think I should be, because I thought that I was some savant or whatever I wanted to be. Um, and I just realized like the journey has actually been really rewarding in itself. And I've really enjoyed it. Then, you know, it can be so much, it, it can just be so um, rewarding, right? Just enjoying the journey and all of that. And I see you, Christelle. Christelle says, hello, Celeste, cheering up for your success. She's one of my good friends. <laughs> Thank you for hello. watching. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> I feel like Lisa, you would love Christelle. I feel like you guys would get along too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that this book really um, made me realize that it's not just, you know, we can be in a growth mindset in certain areas of our lives, and not in others, right? Just because of the way the culture has cultivated us, because of the way that we've been raised, because of the way our parents talk to us, unknowing, not intentionally, right? Just like really trying to give us love in their best way possible and then not, you know, just in setting and we hear things in a certain way and language is an interesting beast. So, well, you know, you know what's interesting when you talk about the way you're raised, I have a good friend, Raymond um, Kemp who was the first 
African-American um, uh, fleet master chief of all, uh, of all of the continent of Africa and all of Asia. Okay. And he started out like literally he, he tells his story of how he, he enlisted in the Navy and he tested really high scores and was supposed to go into the IT area. And he went to see, um, uh, uh, to find out who the officer who was going to place him and said, you know, literally had like in the Confederate flag behind him and was calling him boy and calling him all kinds of stuff and said, we don't have your type in that area. You're going to go in the maintenance area. Now he could have had a fixed mindset and decided to fight him, but he said, you know what? I'm going to be the best at this because he saw people who were ahead of him that were breaking grounds and achieving levels that he had hoped to achieve. And he said that his mother, he was raised by his mother and his grandmother who never, ever limited him. They always said, you know, you're not there yet. Hmm. You, you know, someday you're going to get there, just not yet. And, and he persevered and, and achieved the highest enlisted man position, basically the admiral of the en enlisted men and the amount of responsibility he had. And he's very humble. But he has this incredible growth mindset. And, and most people, when you think about it, if they can't get up and play the guitar like Eddie Van Halen on the first time, they'll give up. But they right. don't realize the thousands and thousands and thousands of hours that they put in to get there and the obsession that there was. I mean, I look at my earlier videos of me getting up and speaking and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Right? Yes. No, Same. but I joined Toastmasters. I contacted every Rotary Club, every Lions Club. I got myself in front of every organization I could possibly get in front of to speak. And I could, and, and at the time I did the best I could with what I had. I think people got out of what I had to say. But now I'm in a whole different arena with my speaking right. and podcasts and all of that. But it came with practice and, and confidence comes with practice and a growth mindset. And I always say it's the fear of the fear. And, and, and it's every giving yourself permission to fail because with each failure, we talked about this earlier, you know, you get the opportunity to get better and better at, at who you are. And, and we think we're going in one direction, but something can happen that can cause us in our life to go in a completely different direction because we realize maybe this isn't what we want to do, that there's something else that we suddenly become passionate about. So our, our, our trajectory can be more of a zigzag than a straight line. Um, I know what I do now has nothing to do with what I went to college for, for and well, a little bit, but what I started out doing. Right. And I'm good with that. And so I love that. And when you were talking about that, Lisa, like this quote that Quick Carol says in the book, Carol Dweck says in the book, is that becoming is better than being, right? Yes. And I think that that's just, that's wraps up so much of what you were saying, which I think is so important. Like when we realize that, like, who am I being, right? Like, be or becoming better, like just enjoying the journey, enjoying the process and like understanding, like, we're not going to have it all together. And college always cracks me up because 
it took me a long time to finish school and I barely use any of that stuff, but I'm so grateful. Like I learned on the journey, right? Like I learned what I liked and I learned what I didn't like. And I, and I did the thing. I jumped through the hoops. I got the degree, but like, yeah, I don't use a lot of it anymore, but it's still, it, it also helped cultivate who I am today as I'm sure the same for you. Right. Well, yeah, it's the power of accomplishing something. I've never done well in the math. You know, it just, I, I trans, I, I, I'm, dyslexic. I, I trans numbers and letters. I really struggled in school. So I grew up with the idea that I wasn't smart, that I was stupid. Mm. And, and when I suddenly realized that I had an area that I excelled at and, and that area was that I had the ability, I'm very intuitive and I had the ability to help people see where their wounds are and, and, and take them from their wounds to their greatest gifts. Cause that's what they are. But I had to go through the process myself. I had to go through the pain. I had to go from being curled up in a ball, you know, thinking I didn't want to be here anymore to I am now the happiest I've ever been in my entire life and a complete peace. I never had that image when I was in that darkness. Never thought I could get here. Right. But but I allowed myself to take those baby steps and worked hard on myself and and, you know, having an open mind. Because when you close your mind and, and you're stuck in this one way of doing things and, and that it has to look a certain way, you box yourself in and there's no room for progress. Right. Right. So I love this. I mean, we have a couple more quotes from Carol Dweck from the book. And this one is test scores and measures of achievement tell you where a student is, but they don't tell you where a student could end up. And she talks about this beautiful story about how one particular uh, professor or teacher, you know, was having to rate his students based on their test scores. And he got really angry about it because he was like, just because they scored this on a test today doesn't mean that that is where they actually are. That doesn't actually, it just means that maybe they didn't have the best day at school. Maybe they had a rough night with their parents. Maybe like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes in their lives. You don't know, you know, maybe this was, maybe they just have some testing anxiety. Right. And like, or this every, I, yeah. Or they're really good at taking tests. <laughs> right, right. Or like, yeah, they're really good at taking tests or they guessed really well or whatever the case may be and not giving, not really looking at the full picture. And I loved that because I know that that's not how I felt growing up, right? Like, and I even see my stepkids, like, that's not how they felt about school. Like you better get a good grade. And if you're not getting a good grade, then like you've got to figure that out. Right. Instead of like going, no, this is, we are holistic beings. Like we're, we have so many other things going on, physiology, psychology, you know, emotional, like all that stuff. And, and not taking that into account really, um, isn't helpful, isn't beneficial to people at all. No, as a matter of fact, I used to joke around with a friend of mine um, who we both had the same SAT scores, which were the equivalent of writing your name on the paper. <laughs> you were given a certain amount of points. We always joked about it. And and both of us have gone on to do quite well in our lives. And we laugh and say, you know, 
test, test and pass fail, you know, anything that's an extension of ourselves. We, we put so much about our appearances, our success, uh, the amount of money that we have. We give our power away in our life. Right. We give our power away to other people and what other people think of us. And when we can go inward, and really see our journey as a whole and really appreciate where we came from and how far we've come because it's really hard. You know, I, I couldn't have imagined 20 years ago that I'd be where I am today, not even 10 years ago or five years ago. Um, I, you know, divorce was very painful and never, you know, all of that was very, very hard on me. But when you go through that fire, and, and you get to the other side and you see what the beauty that's on the other side, the growth that happens. And um, there's a story about eagles and how when there's a giant storm, eagles head right into the storms because the headwinds actually raise them up. And I mm. love that metaphor because when you head into the storm without fear and you know that eventually whatever you learn from that is going to take you to the next level. And, and so I always think about, you know, fear and the eagles and don't be, don't be afraid. And, and it's been my mantra of whatever I'm afraid of, that's what I have to do. So I do whatever I can Same. to face it. And yeah. it may take me years. I don't always do it right away. Um, but it's always there. It always like haunts me when I don't, when I don't, uh, when I don't deal with it. I love that you just shared that. And it really came up with like this last quote that I wanted to share from the book, which was, even in the growth mindset, failure can be a painful experience, but it doesn't define you. It's a problem to be faced, dealt with, and learned from. And I know that in my life, like, you know, I hear people, they'll hear, oh, you know, this went wrong and this went wrong. Like last year was crazy for me. I got sued. I got audited. I got, I had a breast cancer scare. My cat of 18 years died. My grandmother died. My stepfather died. Then my cousin passed away. Like crazy things happen, right? Like when people are like, Oh, 2020, it was a shit show. I'm like, yeah. And like, and then some, right? Like that was just my 2020. Um, and, and people are like, Oh my God, that's so horrible. And I'm like, yeah, but what did I learn from it? What did I take away from it? I learned my resilience. I learned that it was okay to grieve when I needed to grieve. It was okay to take a pause. It was okay to, it also gave me one of the best years that I've ever had in business. It also allowed me to create a program that I had been desiring to create for a long time. It also, you know, gave me an amazing opportunity with a networking organization, eWomen Network, that I didn't have before, right? Like there was so much goodness in that. But often if we're in a fixed mindset, we're only looking at well, I didn't, I didn't really succeed at everything. Like I wasn't the best in all the places and da, 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 and I should have controlled all these things. And it's like, we're not in control. We're not in control, no. but it's just about like rolling with the punches and what did I learn with from and what did I um, overcome and how did I handle it with grace? Did I handle it with compassion? Those are really the big questions for me in my life at this point, right? Like, did I, did I, how did yes my anger is righteous when i have anger it is valid and it's okay to feel that and it is not okay to be unkind 
to other people because I'm angry. So how about I feel my feelings, move on through that. And then how do I want to show up for other people? How do I want to communicate with my family? How do I want to communicate with my loved ones? How do I even want to communicate with the people who have made me angry? Like, how do I want to do that in a kind, in a compassionate, in a respectful, but also firm way sometimes depending on the situation right and and when we have more of that growth mindset and we're looking at yes i fail a lot especially as a business owner especially as an entrepreneur and i'm i we learn this resilience this muscle of resilience to keep picking up ourselves up and and moving forward you know, it's interesting. I really appreciate your vulnerability when you talk about, you know, it's okay to have fear. It's okay to be angry because what most people do is they stuff it down a lot of times and they don't deal with it. And and the problem with that is that it's got to go somewhere. So when you don't deal with it, you stuff it down and then it goes into your body and it manifests in headaches, anxiety, back pain, neck pain rashes, you name it. And people and it comes out sideways on our loved ones. And it comes out yes. sideways on other people, the people that we actually care about, right? Like, trust me, I've lived the other way, Lisa, this is why I can yeah. name it, right? Like, yeah, we project, we project yes. our pain onto other people and think they're doing something to us. Right. And so the act of forgiveness, when you talk about how how to be with these other people, once you forgive, there's no more projecting. Once there, you forgive, there's no more anger or emotion. It's important to feel, allow it to move through your body and then let it go. It's when you hold on to it. And it's right. having that open mind, that flexibility. And that's another part of the growth mindset is to be flexible. Right. Because when you're rigid, if you think about like this pen, you put pressure on it, it's going to break. But if you think about being flexible and a bit and, and the ability to bend and move with changing times, because when you're inflexible, that's when you get left behind, especially right. in business. You have to be able to move with the economy, with all things that are you're dealing with and and have that open mind and be open to change and 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 dealing with adversity and yeah. not give up. Right. We just take a different tact or if we have to close this business and start a new one in something else, or we take on you know, whatever it is, it, it's, it's, um, it's all lessons. I love that because I think that that's been the biggest lesson for me as an entrepreneur is that, oh my God, I look like a failure because of this. I look like a failure because I closed this part of my business or I shifted here or I moved again. And then it's like, but who's judging that failure? Because we're all just moving through life in our own way, doing the best that we can on, you know, with the best information that we have at the moment, right? Like with the most, with, with whatever guidance that we have in the moment and just trusting that everything is going to be work out for us. And that if we give ourselves that grace, that compassion, that forgiveness before anybody yes. else, then that really to me is the key. Self-forgiveness is the most important thing you can do. Yeah. Above and beyond, it's it's forgiving others, but also forgiving yourself. Um, car walking around carrying that is, I always say the term walking around with a backpack full of bowling balls. How's that? How's that working for you? Because people, are like, I don't want to forgive them because they did this to me. And if I do, if I forgive them, that means what they did is okay. And I'm like, it's not about that. 
And a lot of people don't understand that, that when you forgive, you're just putting it down and you're not carrying it about around. Doesn't mean you have to be best friends with someone again. Right. Doesn't mean you have to trust them in your life again. It just means I'm not going to hold on to resentment anymore. Right. And, and, and having the open mind and the ability to let it go and let it and not be so rigid, you know, and, and be so black and white that this person, you know, you're either good or you're bad. And I have worked very hard on having the mindset of everyone in my life is doing the best they can with what they had. Yes. And no one is coming at me with the idea that they're trying to hurt me. They're looking at trying to do something in their mind, what's best. And people project and people do things. You know, are there malicious people out there? Yes. Are there evil people out there? Yes. I try to avoid them as best I can. But I like to think that the people who are in my life, who who I'm in daily contact with, or people in work or family or friends, I like to think of them as, you know, they're just doing the best they can. They can. Right. And it helps me navigate the world better when I when I think of them in that way. Because when someone does something, I'm like, not, ooh, I hate them. I how dare they? It's like, wow, there must be a misunderstanding. I'm gonna need to address that. Right. 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 Exactly. So I don't have any more words about this book. I think it's amazing. I mean, I, I do have a lot more words about mindset in this book, but I feel like we've really hit on all of the points that are major and I don't want to like ramble for the sake of talking. Um, so do you want to introduce our book for January? Yes. And boy, how did how did 30 minutes go so fast? I, I just literally blinked. I guess we're just having that much fun. Um, our next book is one of my favorite books by the author of Paolo Coelho. You say it better. The Paolo Coelho, I think. Paolo Coelho. One of my good friends actually had him as a professor in college. She's Brazilian. So I'm very envious of that. But uh, uh, amazing author, if you get a chance to read any of his books. But uh, the, Al the Alchemist is one of my favorite um, it's such a brilliant book and there's so many life lessons in there to learn. So I hope you join us for our next, um, our next episode. You don't have to read the book. You can get the cliff notes from us <laughs> or you may and find out and then decide to read it after you join us. But I hope that you have the opportunity to feel inspired by some of these books. Uh, I know that this book was life-changing for me. The Alchemist was life-changing for me. If you have a book suggestion or if you've even written a book, love to hear from you. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much. So yes, as Lisa mentioned, just to be a little bit more clear, our next episode is on Tuesday, January 18th of yep. 2022 at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can find us live either on Facebook or on YouTube, or you can always catch the replay uh, everywhere where podcasts reside. And January's book is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. And so again, we invite you to read, just listen, come watch us live, interact with us. We love to read comments and have conversation. That's part of why we started this the way that we did. 
And we thank you so much. And we appreciate you. We'd love to hear any of your feedback. As Lisa mentioned, if you've written a book, if you have a book that you love that's changed your life that you think that has really helped you move forward faster in business, we'd love to hear all about it. And with that, we will see you next month. Happy holidays and have a great new year. This has been the Ease of Business podcast for enlightened entrepreneurs, hosted by Lisa Schumerhorn and Celeste Hartwell. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find us at theeaseofbusiness.com on our Facebook page and on YouTube at the Ease of Business podcast. We stream live on YouTube and Facebook every third Tuesday of the month. And we'd love it if you'd like to read the book that we're doing next and join in the conversation live at 7pm Eastern. See you then.